Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. On a day known for cards, chocolate, and flowers, it is the Valentine's Day edition of Canty and Carlin. Got my man Chris Canty, Freddie coming in for Chris Carlin. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker, play ESPN Radio. Brother, brother Canty, happy first Valentine's Day as a married man, my friend. Hey, I appreciate that, Freddie. See, you heard on the intro about my partner Carlin and him flubbing his plan for Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday with the Eats. Let me tell you what I did. Did not mess up. Okay. The plans for my first Valentine's Day with my lovely wife. Wow. I call her my around the way girl. Shout out to LL Cool J. Yes, indeed. I got the dinner plans laid out. Uh-huh. And since we're not in New York City celebrating, I got to wait back so I can give yeah. her her special delivery with the flowers. Okay. I got the Venus at Floor flowers on deck. Nice. You know, those last a really long time. Yeah. So I look at that as not only a Valentine's Day investment, but that's an investment for spring, mm-hmm. summer. Mm-hmm. Just so when wifey needs the flowers and a little me up she can come home see the lovely package that i bought her for valentine's day so i got it all laid out and i think the execution of it should go well put i it, think yeah put it this way you're just like the kansas city chiefs and playing the futures game you looked yeah. at the long picture you didn't just do what was in front of you deal with the day in front of you you played the long game perfectly not just where you are now but when you and your beautiful wife get back to new york see that's why the chiefs are successful and why you are going to be a successful husband <laughs> yeah, exactly. Freddie, see, I feel better about my game plan yes. than the defensive coordinator from the Philadelphia Ooh, Eagles boy. did in the second half with boy, his. Boy. Put it this way. When it comes to the Eagles, it's one thing to lose a Super Bowl the way they lost 38-35. to Now you're going to go into next season, not with your offensive coordinator. Shane Steichen announced as the head coach of Indianapolis Colts, but then you lose your defensive coordinator. When it comes to Jonathan Gannon finalizing that deal to become the Cardinals' ex-head coach, what is the old term, CC? Life comes at you fast? It has come really fast in Philadelphia, not even 48 hours after they lost that Super Bowl that way to the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, we haven't seen anything like this in the last three decades in the National Football League, right, Freddie C? I mean, you're talking about a team losing both coordinators after playing in the Super Bowl, both coordinators taking head coaching jobs elsewhere. It hadn't happened since the 94 San Francisco 49ers where Mike Shanahan went to be on the Denver Broncos head coach Mm -hmm. and Ray Rose, the defensive coordinator on that staff, ended up being the Philadelphia Eagles head coach. So, Big shoes to fill in Philadelphia and knowing Jonathan Gannon was the de facto head coach of the defense because Nick Sirianni is an offensive mind. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to a Super Bowl, uh, I guess, contender in the Eagles trying to figure out what they're going to do on their staff and and juggle all of those moving pieces. So really interesting to see the offseason in front of them, whether they elevate from within, whether they go elsewhere to fill those coordinator spots. But those are huge losses for that franchise. But those two coordinators are going into interesting situations now Uh where there's uncertainty with the quarterback spot and there's uncertainty at the general manager position. Chris Ballard, the GM for the Indianapolis Colts. Steve Kime, the GM for 
the Arizona Cardinals, but not really because right. they hired an interim general manager to kind of fill in for time uh, in his stead while he's on a sabbatical. So it's really, really complex in terms of trying to make it all work. Both franchises are not on solid footing. And so for a head coach, first time around in that role for Steichen and Jonathan Gannon, this is going to be a tall task to be able to clean up these teams. The one thing, and you're spot on when it comes to Jonathan Gannon, because even even though Shane Steichen doesn't have a quarterback right now, Jonathan Gannon is about to go into a situation with a quarterback that a lot of people are wondering if this guy is all in when it comes to Kyler Murray. And believe me, Kyler Murray believes he has power church and state in that organization. That is something that I can't wait to see how that works with Jonathan Gannon. Because whether you think it's a good hire, bad hire, whatever that is, that's a situation that you can't let get out of your control if you're Jonathan Gannon. Because Kyler Murray, he has a strong will, Chris, and he has a strong won't. And he does not mind using both of those like the hammer of Thor to get what he wants, especially being a young player in the NFL. If you don't come in and let him be known right away that, dude, I want this to work with you, but you're going to have to follow my lead because I'm the head coach and you're not. And if he gives him frown face, then that could be an even more dastardly situation for Jonathan Gannon taking over the Arizona Cardinals. Well, that's why it's even more important that Jonathan Gannon and the powers that be within the Arizona Cardinals front office nail the offensive coordinator hire, right? Because that's going to be the individual that works more closely with Kyler Murray than Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan Gannon is going to take over the defense and and get that aspect of the team fixed. But it's going to have to be with somebody on the offensive side of the ball, an offensive mind that is amenable to making it work with the unique skill set that Kyler Murray is bringing to the party while also understanding that Kyler Murray is probably going to start the season on the pup list. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to have to deal with that, and he's not going to be from a mobility standpoint the same Kyler Murray that we saw in his first three years in the NFL. So, again, this is going to be – interesting for Jonathan Gannon to try to figure this out on the fly because you have a general manager that's in place, but then you have a general manager that could return to the franchise by the time the season rolls around. You have a quarterback that's injured and a lot of people weren't sold on him before he even got hurt. Mm -hmm. Will he be the same player? Um, So there's that aspect to deal with in Arizona, not to mention uh, the Bidwell family, they don't necessarily have the best reputation on the street yeah. in terms of being willing to spend whatever it takes to make sure that you have a competitive team. DeAndre Hopkins is now rumored to be wanting out of that situation, so mm-hmm. we'll have to see how that all plays out throughout the offseason. But I got to ask you this. Okay. Like, is this a situation mm-hmm. – let me say it this way. If, if you're looking at the two situations right. and the two hires – right. Would you rather be Shane Steichen or would you rather be Jonathan Gannon? Because I lean toward the Indianapolis Colts being a better situation Mm -hmm. than what's going on with the Arizona Cardinals. I'll give you my answer right now here on Canty and Carlin. He's Chris Canty and Freddie Coleman for Chris Carlin, ESPN Radio. After your Colts owner, Jim Mercer, explained why Shane Steichen is the exact guy they need for the Indianapolis Colts. What we learned um, in the end was that we just felt that that Shane um, had – a lot of that offensive magic, which is hard to find in this league. It's offense, in my mind, can be a little more complex and takes a longer time to develop. Uh, knowing that we're going to have to find a young quarterback to develop, um, that's a key factor. But he had to show the leadership. He had to show that he has a presence. And, and boy, did, did he um, come through in that with, with his interview. Here's why I agree with you, not so much of what Jim Irsay said, because you're going to say the right things. You're never going to say, well, we hope, Woo, we're praying, 
No owner ever says that by hiring a new head coach. They always say, this is the guy, this is the person, it's a new day, it's a new dawn, it's a new era. You never hear an owner, even if he feels the other way, going, man, whew, I prayed and I hope this is going to work. Yeah, of course he's going to say the right things about Shane Steichen <laughs> taking over for the Colts. But Jim Mercer did something that I did not think he was going to do. What's that? I thought for damn sure, Chris, he was going to make Jeff Saturday the head coach. After he hired him as an interim head coach, I thought, you know what? He's proven enough, even though he's never been a head coach in charge of a team. But I trust Jeff Saturday. I thought for sure that last year when he was the interim was going to be a dress rehearsal for being a head coach. Jim Mercer said, Jeff, I like you. I don't like you like you that much. He made the right choice to go with somebody that's actually been part of a coordinator, actually been part of a staff, actually been a position coach. If he had gone the way of Jeff Saturday, we'd be having the same conversation two years from now about why it didn't work with the Indianapolis Colts. That's why I agree with you that this is a better situation with Shane Steichen than the Cardinals hiring Jonathan Gannon. Hey, Gannon, we always say Clippers are going to clip. Cardinals are going to card. We've seen that time and time again with that organization. So, hey, Gannon, you're going to need prayer to make sure this is going to work. That is something that at least Shane Steichen won't have to worry about as much taking over the Indianapolis Colts. Well, the other thing that I'd be curious to see is will the Bidwell family give the new GM and the new head coach carte blanche in terms of doing what they need to do to get the franchise in a better place? And a big part of that plan is going to involve what they do with the third overall pick. Because we, we, we all know what the Indianapolis Colts are going to do. They have the fourth overall pick, and I'd be surprised if they stay at four. I, I think there's a potential for them to move up to number one and try to jump in front of a division rival in the Houston Texans at number two. Mm-hmm. That's neither here nor there. But what I will say is I do think it's interesting what the Cardinals do with the third overall pick. Because of the rookie wage scale, it doesn't preclude them from going after a quarterback, a signal caller, if they so choose at the top of the draft. It's just a matter of, do you believe in the sports character of Kyler Murray? Do you think he can recover from this injury? And do you think he can make the type of improvement that it's going to take in order to be a championship-level quarterback? Do you see some of those same traits in Kyler Murray that we saw in Jalen Hurts and mm-hmm. what we what we witnessed with him going from year one as a starter to year two as a starter and how he improved as a downfield passer, particularly outside of the numbers. Taking it upon himself to go to the West Coast and work with Tom House, renowned quarterback coach. Those are the types of things that you have to do when you're a franchise quarterback and when you're the marquee for a a team in the National Football League. Kyler Murray, to date, hasn't done those things and hasn't shown that level of maturity for the Arizona Cardinals, and so you wonder if he's ever going to do that, especially dealing with a significant knee injury that could potentially alter how he has to play quarterback moving forward. So to me, it's not off the table that the Arizona Cardinals would take a quarterback with the third overall pick. Sure, I just don't know if ownership will allow the football people to make that particular football decision. Great stuff, And Mike. that's why I'm uncertain about how good that Cardinals job is in comparison to the Colts job. It's all about the quarterback, no matter what you're going to get when he comes back when it comes to Kyler Murray, because how's he going to react to having a new coach that he, not, he did not have any say-so with picking this guy? You wonder how that's going to fly or not fly with Kyler Murray, even though he's coming off an injury to be the Arizona Cardinals quarterback once again. He's Chris Canty and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. And Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. And how do you actually 
slow down because you're not going to stop them. Slow down the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes in that run. That's after my man Chris has this from Vivid Seats. Yeah, we were talking about the Arizona Cardinals, but make no mistake about it, the Phoenix Suns, (laughs) that's going to be a a really, really, really attractive seat. And that's why we got to talk about Vivid Seats. The basketball and hockey seasons are heating up. Baseball is just around the corner. And nothing beats seeing your favorite team live. Not only does Vivid Seats have great ticket prices, they're also the official ticketing partner of ESPN. And with Vivid Seats Rewards, when you buy 10 tickets, you get the 11th free. So download the app or visit VividSeats.com today. Vivid Seats, life happens live. Receive reward credit equal to the average price of the 10 tickets purchased, excluding taxes, fees, and processing costs. See VividSeats.com slash rewards for terms and conditions. The Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 57. You're in the Super Bowl. You can worry about uh, getting it healthy in the offseason. So I, I just kind of fought through and we were able to win the game. It's the best feeling in the world, man. And uh, I'll tell you what, I don't know how many I got left, but uh, I'm sure going to cherish this one forever. Everything we work for is for this moment. You have to enjoy this moment. You can't you can't let the moment overtake you. I wanted this one more than I, than I ever wanted a game ever in my life. I mean, if there was any doubters left, there shouldn't be now. It is Canty and Carl on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and tune in with my man Chris Canty. I'm Freddie Coleman in for Chris Carlin. And I don't like the word dynasty being thrown around as lightly as it usually is thrown around. Mm-hmm. People do that in any sport, Chris, and you know this. You play in the NFL, you've been around pro sports, you understand that the minute that you're doing something good, that no one people don't have to have Rocky Road anymore. They can have patchwork <laughs> ice cream, and it feels so good to say, man, I don't need Rocky Road anymore. I'm not going to let people treat the Kansas City Chiefs as, okay, I'm sick of Rocky Road. Oh, they're a dynasty. Let's move on from that. There's still so many facets that can go into putting that in place as an organization. But I will say this. If the AFC thought it was tough to keep them out of Super Bowl this year, it's going to get even tougher because this team is not finished doing what they believe they can do in Kansas City. Yeah, and the thing that's so surprising about the Chiefs' title run this year is that they played so many young guys. I mean, they have the fourth most snaps by rookies of any team in the National Football League. And the other teams that we're talking about doing that are picking near the top of the draft. So, I mean, it's it's one of those situations where you felt like this was the year to get them if you were going to get them Mm -hmm. because they're losing the most explosive player on the offensive side of the ball in the entire NFL in Tyreek Hill. They traded him to the Miami Dolphins, and the Dolphins paid him $30 million a year. You would think that losing that guy would have an adverse effect on what you saw from the Chiefs offensively. Not really. They were still the number one ranked (laughs) offense in the National Football League. They were the number one ranked passing attack, and they hung 38 points in the Super Bowl. 31 if you take away the uh, touchdown by Nick Bolton, but that's still a hefty number. And so when you look at how Pat Mahomes has evolved as a quarterback and how he's grown as a player, and then you couple that with the intangibles and just the physical and mental toughness that he showed – playing through those injuries in the divisional round, the conference championship game, and the Super Bowl, how could you not think that this is the beginning stages of something special between him and Andy Reid? And how could you not assume that the Kansas City Chiefs will continue to be playing in the championship rounds for the foreseeable future? Since Pat Mahomes has become the starter, they've had 
the conference championship game in Arrowhead every yep. single year. Mm-hmm. Why would we think anything would change as long as Andy Reid's the head coach and Pat Mahomes is the quarterback? We talked about this before the show got started, and I'm going to play something from Patrick Mahomes about not being done yet and something that Chris Canty said before we got started in terms of he said he's not finished yet. He can't wait to try to stack up championships. And you basically said, man, when I won a championship, man, it was glorious. I got to the top of that mountain, and Chris Cannon was like, whoo, man, I'm feeling good. You weren't, you weren't thinking about, not saying you weren't thinking about stacking championships, but you were just glad to get there. He's not just glad to get there. He's like, look, I want to keep stacking title after title after title after title. It was interesting when you pointed that. I'm thinking, wow, that's what makes him different than a lot of other people out there. Oh, there's no doubt. The sports character is off the charts, and it is uncommon for a player to have that level of awareness and to be thinking along those lines in that moment because it is euphoria when you win a championship. There are few things in this life that are like winning a championship. I've heard guys compare it to having children. I've heard guys compare it to being married. I'm not going to take it there as a newlywed because my (laughs) wife would kill me. But it's along those lines. And to have that moment of exhilaration and to be thinking – hey, we're not done yet, which is what Pat Mahomes said minutes after he won Super Bowl 57. You got to think, hey, maybe the guy's got a point. Maybe this is the mentality that the quarterback and the head coach and Uh the GM have. We're going to be going for it every single year with Pat Mahomes as our quarterback. And I think that makes them special. And that's how you explain, in part, the fact that they've hosted five consecutive conference championship games and that they've played in three of the last four Super Bowls. I warned people, Chris, before the season got started last year, when someone who Charmaine Nameless, Bart Scott, said that there's no way the Chiefs going to win that division. They're going to finish third. Oh, man. Chargers I tied. wish I could have some of what he was smoking when he said that, right? Put it this way. If you're saying stuff like that, I don't want that. I, that peyote, you need to stick with that. You're Bart Scott. You can leave that alone as far as that goes. I said, until I actually see it, I'm not believing it. And maybe that's just blind faith, not only in Patrick Mahomes, but that organization. To your point, they flipped on the fly. They lose Tyreek Kill. People say, what is Patrick Mahomes going to do without him? I said, you know, Hill's going to miss Mahomes more than the other way around. But no one saw this. What no. is able to do being an MVP and leading the league in passing yards and touchdowns and flipping on the fly and changing the offense, but still being an explosive offense just in a different way. The two top defenses in the NFL, he played them this year. Put a 43-burger up on San mm. Francisco on the road, and then mm. to your point, put 31 on them, and Nick Bowen said, well, if you guys can score, i got to get in on this too. As a linebacker, I want to get in on some touchdowns too. You put 31 and score on every second-half possession in the Super Bowl and didn't allow a sack against that defense. So much is not about stopping Patrick Mahomes. That organizational structure is going to be very difficult to handle in the AFC. So, Freddie C., who gets in the way of the Chiefs and Pat Mahomes' dynastic run? The who clo- does it? The, the closest team would be the team they played on Sunday. Nothing against Cincinnati, but uh, I, mean, I know Cincinnati's beaten them before in the regular season, AFC Championship game. That was a motivational carrot. They're going to be going back and forth. The one team I think that could stop that, and don't be surprised we get a repeat next year in Super Bowl 58, are the Philadelphia Eagles. With their running game, they'll learn something from that defense. Hey, might throw a little bit different looks at Patrick Mahomes to change the eye level. Just saying, asking for a friend as far as that goes. I think that's the one team. I'm still not convinced about Buffalo, and I still wonder about Cincinnati. They can actually do it in a playoff situation again where they play in Kansas City or in Cincinnati. Yeah, I happen to agree with you. I think people are still sleeping on just how good Jalen Hurts is, but we got to throw this out to the listeners. 888-729-3776. Who can get in the way of Mahomes and the Chiefs dynasty, Chiefs kingdom, if you're a Chiefs fan? Yes. 888-729-3776. We'll have that 
And we'll have to get into something else on the other side of this thing. Former NFL GM stops by to talk about the new head coaches and the offseason quarterback carousel. You're listening to Freddie Coleman and Chris Canny on Canny and Carlin ESPN Radio. Back in a few. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business let constant contact do the heavy lifting for you Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. It is Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 and tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. He is Chris Canty. I'm Freddie Coleman. And for Chris Carlin, hey, Timothy in California, Francisco in Georgia, James in Texas, H in Indiana, Ed in Wisconsin. Hang tight. We're going to get to your calls in a few minutes on how do you stop the Chiefs from continuing to be the Chiefs. We'll get to those calls in about five minutes at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. But splitting in an FOS, a friend of the show, he is Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider. Hit him on Twitter at RealGMTannenbaum. Uh, Mike, before we get to Kansas City and the dynasty and also with the Eagles, who's both coordinators, why did somebody get up say that your dance moves look like somebody trying to pull a fire alarm this morning? You know, it's funny. I just was able to squeeze in this radio hit. I was at Fred Astaire getting some dance lessons. <laughs> and I was able to squeeze everything in just, you know, just to be with you guys. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad you got that out the way, number one. <laughs> number two, we look at both coordinators leaving the Eagles. Steichen, the head coach of the Colts, Gann with the head coach of the Cardinals. I don't want to say it sets the Eagles back, but how tough is it going to be to replace both of those guys that were called in place for that team? Yeah, you know what this is really interesting, guys, is uh, they had Dom, uh, excuse me, Vic Fangio as an advisor this year, and I can't imagine they were shocked to lose Gannon today. I, I'm wondering if they didn't um, try to keep Vic Fangio, who went to Miami. So, you know, I just put out a tweet about this. You know, Nick Sirianni in two years has really done a remarkable job, got a Super Bowl, Obviously, he helped develop Jalen Hurts into a, a world-class quarterback and now lost both coordinators. That's really a great job by him in two short years. But absolutely, you know, when you factor in all the other challenges they're going to have, you know, two new play calls, that is a big challenge for them. And, Mike, looking at the challenges that both the Cardinals and the Colts face, and we recognize that they just filled their coaching vacancies, which job would you say 
has the better chance at being successful? Would it be the Cardinals' job or would it be the Colts' job as you see it? Yeah, I think it comes down to who, who, who's the quarterback with the fourth pick versus uh, Kyler Murray's injury because when you look at it from a quarterback perspective, clearly the Colts are taking a quarterback. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And is it going to be Bryce Young? You know, I don't think he'll be there at four. C.J. Stroud, who I like a lot, who played great against Georgia in the Peach Bowl. Um, and look, Kyler Murray we know is extraordinarily talented, but he tore his ACL. Um, and let's face it, his uh, career thus far has been inconsistent. And um, I think if the Colts get that pick right, I, I, I like their roster a little bit better than Arizona's. Well, Mike, the, the Cardinals are actually in head of the Colts with the third overall pick. So the question is, is it off the table that Arizona takes a quarterback seeing as how they extended Kyler Murray last offseason? Chris, that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think from a cap standpoint, you're really hamstringing yourself if you do that. You know what's really ironic about that question is, if we go back just four short years ago, Josh Rosen was a top 10 pick. Uh, Arizona could have been looking at potentially Nick Bosa, and obviously they took Kyla Murray, and you know the rest is history. I just think, but for that extension, that's a really, I think that's a much tougher decision. I just don't think, given all that guaranteed money so soon, that you could possibly do that. Um, look, Arizona has a lot of other holes. Maybe they trade back, fortify each side of the line, so... Uh, that picture only won't go to waste, but I, I just don't see it being a quarterback right now. Hit him on Twitter, Real Tannenbaum. He's Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office inside and soon to be on Dancing with the Stars on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio <laughs> with Chris Canty. I am Freddie Coleman. With all that aside, with the coordinators being gone from Philadelphia and other coaching hires, all the coaching vacancies are filled, what is up with the NFL not wanting the services of Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy? Yeah, it's really surprising, guys. Um, look, you know, you, you go to the game, and you know, you could certainly say that Eric Bieniemy outcoached out Jonathan Gannon, certainly towards the end there. Um, and look, you know, it's reported out there that Eric Bieniemy could be looking for another opportunity um, as an offensive coordinator. And clearly, if I'm him, I got to strongly consider it because the marketplace, uh, right or wrong, guys, isn't considering. He's just not getting the credit he deserves as the offensive coordinator, and certainly when you hear Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and some of those other key guys from the, those Chiefs teams, you know, Eric Bieniemy. I've gotten to know Coach Bieniemy. Um, I'm surprised that we're sitting here that he still doesn't have a head coaching job. And um, I could see why he would want to go someplace else um, to show the marketplace, you know, just how good he is. Talking to ESPN NFL front office insider and our resident general manager, Mike Tannenbaum on Canty and Carlin. And Mike T, the rest of the NFL world is anticipating the release of Derek Carr by the Las Vegas Raiders. He said that he is going to exercise his no trade clause and not accept the trade to another team. So where does Derek Carr ultimately end up and who should be the teams that are in on Derek Carr? Should the Raiders grant him his release? Yeah, this one's easy with me, guys. Uh, it's the Saints. Dennis Allen was the head coach of the Raiders when he was uh, drafted. They need a quarterback. I think they have some really good young talent with Chris Olave, uh, Alvin Kamara, amongst others, top 10 defense. So, to me, that's really a good fit. And, really, I think when um, you think about it, when the Saints benched him, excuse me, the Raiders benched him with two games to go and played Jared Stidham, they lost any sort of hope of trading him. And I'm sure this is Derek Carter's way of saying, like, hey, you didn't do me any favors. I'm not doing you any favors. I'm going to be a free agent, and uh, away we go. The quarterback, Carousel, starts today. Which team does he fit better, the Saints or the Jets? Well, that's a great question. 
Gosh, Freddie, you know, if I'm the Jets, I got to really consider Derek Carr because they may want to get in the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. But gosh, if the three of us were running an NFL team, I just don't know if we want to get into that world of complete uncertainty with Aaron Rodgers. And if you get in that sweepstakes and it doesn't work out for whatever reason, and Derek Carr is a saint, let's say, you now, you know, what are your options? So I'm rather, I certainly, I would take certainty under rather than uncertainty with Rodgers. Keep dancing, Mike. Keep dancing, doing your thing, my man. We'll talk to you soon, okay? <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> you should see Chris Canty. You're, set, you're setting Mike head. T up for failure, Freddie no, C. No, at Telling least, him to keep dancing. No, at least he took steps to go to dance class to make sure that those things can be rectified. I'm just trying no, but, to help but, him out But here. the fact that he went to dance class and it still hadn't got sorted out should tell us that Mike T should be done dancing. <laughs> Everything ain't for everybody, man. It's okay. I'm, Mike T can't dance, and it doesn't matter if he has the best best dance instructor in the world. It ain't going to happen for him. It's okay. I'm just trying to be big in the community of dance theater when it comes to Mike Tannenbaum. See, that's as a friend, Freddie C., you're supposed to lie for him, but you're not right. lie to him. Yeah, that's true. And just now, you told him a fib. And I'm sure that Mike T. is not wow. going to appreciate that when he embarrasses himself trying to dance in front of folks. See, once again, I'm a part of the evil plan that is Chris Canty, part of Canty and Carlin here. Freddie coming in for Chris Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series so X and Channel 80 and your smart speaker by saying play ESPN radio who should really really be the team that should be in the way of the Chiefs not being the Chiefs anymore your calls are next on triple eight say ESPN 888-729-3776 this is Canty and Carlin 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on Shopify (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. If you love dominoes, then you're going to love the NFL quarterback dominoes as the first one has just fallen. Canty and Carlin, you got Chris Canty, Freddie Coleman, and for Chris Carlin on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. And she's X and Channel 80. According to Adam Schefter, the ESPN NFL insider, the Las Vegas Raiders officially informed Derek Carr that he has been released. That's what a source told him. They released him before his $40.4 million contract became guaranteed today, Chris, and he's now a free agent. And you know he's going to draw a lot of interest, according to sources telling Adam Schefter, the Saints and the Panthers leading that pack right now. Oh, yeah. Going to get real interesting. Freddie, see, real quick. Mm-hmm. Over, under, on average annual value for Carr, $40.4 million. I'll take the under. 
I don't think he's going to get – You'll take the under. So you don't think he's going to get quite what he was in line to make with the Raiders the next couple of years? No, he'll get a longer contract, five years. But I can see the average salary being about 35, 36, no more than that. Oh, see, I think he goes – In a world where Daniel Jones is going to be flirting with $40 million a year, I'll take the over on that one. Okay. Just saying. Just saying. (laughs) Either way, we won't need a Venmo account for Derek Carr. Hello. No GoFundMes for Derek Carr. No, not at all. No no telethons doing it for Carr family. They're going to be fine no matter what. We're going to get more into that first quarterback domino in 15 minutes that has fallen with Derek Carr being released by the Las Vegas Raiders before his $40.4 million contract became guaranteed on Tuesday. Meanwhile, who can stand in the way of making sure we don't see Kansas City continue to be the Chiefs? Five straight AFC Championship games all at home. They win their second world championship in the last four years. And oh, by the way, they're the odds-on favorite next year to do it again. Which team can stand in the way of all of that? Triple H, say ESPN. 888-729-3776. Timothy in California, who's that team and why? Um, if I had to choose a team, I would say the Bengals uh, because of what the future would hold for them. But as I told the, the producer, I'm, uh, I told him it might be themselves because of the free agents that they have to sign back and then them just having like a Super Bowl hangover. I know Patrick Mahomes and probably the coaching staff won't have it, but some of the players, other players might have that Super Bowl hangover of just being satisfied for the two that they have already. It's hard to believe they're going to have a Super Bowl hangover when the quarterback minutes after they just won Super Bowl 57 says, we're not done yet. I don't know that you can say that there's going to be a Super Bowl hangover. The last time we saw them win the Super Bowl, they went back to the Super Bowl. And had it not been for the offensive line being decimated due to injury, you could be talking about Pat Mahomes having three championships instead of two. But the one thing I will say Mm -hmm. about the Kansas City Chiefs, they do have some key free agents that they're going to have to address. And front and center is Orlando Brown Jr., the left tackle that they traded for from the Baltimore Ravens a couple of years ago. He bet on himself, took the franchise tag, rather than taking a below-market tackle deal, and Mm -hmm. now is in line to get a huge payday probably going to be the highest paid tackle in NFL history. That's what it's going to cost to keep him. I don't know that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to go to that territory. So it'd be interesting to see how they replace that potential loss. But if you got Pat Mahomes mm-hmm. and you got Andy Reid as your head coach and Brett yep. Veach as the general manager, yep. feel fairly confident that they're going to come up with, with a solution if they lose Orlando Brown Jr. to free agency. We've seen what this organization has done to quote that old line by Bum Phillips. They can take Hizen and beat Yun, and then take Yun and beat Hizen. We've seen that organization do that, where they were able, hey, we didn't protect Patrick Mahomes before against Tampa Bay. How do we flip that? You draft Creed Humphrey, you sign Zeus Brown, you get these guys, Joe Thune, and free agency. Either they lose Zeus, they'll find a way to have that left tackle to protect that side because they've shown that they can take Hizen and beat Yun, and then take Yun and beat Hizen in their five year run in the AFC. James in Texas, who is that team that can stand in the way of the Chiefs being the Chiefs? Well, first of all, this is hard for me to say because I'm a Cowboys fan, so it's always the Cowboys for me. <laughs> but in, rea- in reality, in reality, let's look. Look at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's played with them hard the last several years, you know, beat them several times, beat them in a conference championship game and went to the Super Bowl and lost by, what, a field goal this last time? They get, they gave the game away more than Kansas City beating them this, this last conference game, so – you know, Cincinnati is no way you can rule them out. They're young. They're hungry. They've already had a taste of losing. It's not a bad one, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's the team that that is the boogeyman for the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> in the AFC. True. So they've matched up, what is it, four times, and mm-hmm. the Bengals have beat them three of them. So 
Yeah, I don't think that's a that's a bad bet. I just have more confidence in the organization of the Chiefs than yeah. I do in the Bengals organization. Like the Bengals, I mean, listen, a lot of this is Joe Burrow Absolutely. elevating the play of everybody around him, but we haven't seen a track record of the Bengals ownership being willing to spend whatever it takes mm-hmm. in order to compete at the highest levels of the sport. We know that the Hunt family has no reservations about spending money to keep good people. So that would be the only differentiating factor that I would say would be between the two. But Mm -hmm. the other would be we've seen Pat Mahomes at the highest level of the sport get it done. We have yet to see Joe Burrow do that. Here's the thing I'll say that kind of countered that with the Bengals. They handled being the Hunted better than the Buffalo Bills did. And that's why I could give them more of a chance because Buffalo, we heard this all last year, right, Chris? This is the Bills' year. The Chiefs are going to take a step back, and they're ready. Couldn't get out of the divisional playoff round. The Bengals beat the blood out of them on their own home field in the snow in Buffalo. The Bengals knew that everybody was coming for them, and they were a bad fourth quarter, and Joe Burrow did not play his best throwing two picks from going to making it back-to-back Super Bowls. They handled being the hunted about as well you could ever expect any Bengals team to handle that more than the Buffalo Bills. That's the one thing I'll put on their side that maybe, just maybe, they could be that team. Scott in Virginia, which team can keep the Chiefs from being the Chiefs? Thanks for joining us on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Uh, I'm I'm not going Cincy. I'm not going Buffalo. I'm going Jacksonville. Ooh. Now, Jacksonville showed both halves from the first year to the second year of the season. And they gave Kansas City a run for their money in the playoffs. And they're going to be better and stronger coming in next year because they've got Calvin Ridley coming in as well. Hmm. And you saw ETN, what he could do his first full year as running back and them trading Robinson gave them the trust in him. And then Trevor, Trevor shut out. I mean, he, he balled. Yeah, I mean, listen, they were 7-2 and two in their last nine games, including a hell of a comeback effort against the Chargers in the wild card round. I, you know what, Freddie C., I can't argue against it because they got yeah. the best head coach in the division. They got the best quarterback in that division. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they're going to have a clear path to the playoffs seemingly each and every year. And it's a matter of, you know, can you, you know, go head-to-head with Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And I would say that they have a quarterback in Trevor Lawrence that can grow into a quarterback that can go throw-to-throw with Mahomes. I'm not saying he's Mahomes, but Trevor Lawrence is a top five to seven quarterback in the National Football League already in his second year. That's saying something, especially given how his career got started under Urban Meyer during during his rookie season. Keep weighing in on Twitter, Chris Canty 99 and a Coleman ESPN. Which team can keep the Chiefs from being the Chiefs? Let us know at Chris Canty 99 and a Coleman ESPN. Part of Canty and Carlin. The first quarterback domino has fallen. When is that domino going to include the Prince of Darkness, a.k.a. Aaron Rodgers? That's next on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.